Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Remy Battery, family owned and operated since 1931. Serving Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. RemyBattery.com. And by Huntworth Gear, high-tech camo wear at a price you can afford. HuntworthGear.com. I'm Dan Small. Jeff Kelm will join me here shortly. And today, Jim Bobbyash reports on August activities at the Range of Richfield. My son Jonathan wraps up his report on his recent kayak camping trip on Lake Superior. And Otto Reitz invites us to attend Warriors on the Water, a fundraiser for veterans, August 14th on Lake Winnebago. It's time now for the Madison Outdoors Report, brought to you by Pappas Trading Post, Southern Wisconsin's leading Matthews and Mission Archery retailer. They're on Highway 14, just west of Arena, and on the web at pappastradingpost.com. You hear this feature every week on WTSO, the Big 1070, and on our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And joining us once again now... From DNS Bait and Tackle in Madison is Gene Dellinger. DNS Bait and Tackle is located on Northport Drive uh, and on the web at dsbait.com and also on Facebook at DNS Bait and Tackle. And that's where you can catch his weekly fishing report right there on his Facebook page posted every Friday morning. Well, Gene, uh, thanks for joining us once again. Yeah, not a problem. Hey, how's the fishing been in the Madison area? It's kind of warm now. Yeah, no, the fishing's still been pretty decent. Of course, the musky guys are taking a break now with the water temp, you know, approaching that 80 degree mark again. But as far as the, uh, perch and bluegill bite goes, it's been fair. I, I guess it's not, you know, I don't think I would drive 100 miles to do it, but I wouldn't have any problem driving 30 miles to do it, I guess. Uh, the bluegill bite is pretty decent on Monona. It, uh, can be a little bit of a struggle on Wabisa, but the fish quality is definitely a lot better. And the perch bite on Mendota is, um, interesting, I guess. I mean, there's, Quite a few guys doing it. It's not not like there's hundreds of guys, but there's dozens of guys out here fishing perch around. The fish are in the weeds, or real tight to the weeds for the most part, and the size is really mixed, anywhere from little tiny five inch fish to up to as big as twelve. But a lot of fish in that time, maybe even ten inch range. Uh huh. Yeah, um, and they school by size, don't they? Typically. Well, that's what everybody tells us. I don't know if that's true or not, but it does seem like if you run into some big fish, you're going to get a few of them. The same is the same as with the small fish. You know, if you start catching small fish, you're going to get a lot of small fish before you get some decent ones. I think. Yeah, yeah. I was up north, uh, north of Eagle River this past weekend and fishing a small lake on Sunday, and we were we were after suspended crappies, but the, the uh, post cold front wind came in and it was just too much to deal with so we kind of ducked around the corner and looking for some bass and we had a little bass action but uh we saw another boat with guys and they were fishing panfish uh, in real real shallow water and i thought boy you're wasting your time but they had caught a few perch but they said nothing keeper size yet just you know i don't know how big but little little ones and i think that's what you're going to find in the weeds this time of year uh, a lot of times, but it's not always the case. I, the, the perch bite on this lake has changed over what used to be the historic norm. Usually by this time of the year, or even a little earlier, we're out on the mud flats, 20, 25 foot of water, yeah. somewhere, you know, give or take four or five feet, and that's just where the bulk of the fish were most of the summers, particularly during the daylight hours. But the last few years, I don't know exactly what has changed, but something's changed a little bit in the food 
and the fish spend far more time in the weeds than they than they ever did before, far more, big or small, uh-huh. for whatever reason. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. uh, and that's on this that's on this particular lake, Lake Mendota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about walleyes in Mendota? Uh, a lot of smaller fish. A couple guys I talked to have been trolling some crankbaits right outside the weeds, and they get quite a few walleyes, but uh, not, not many of legal size. Of course, on this lake, they have to be 18 inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of fish that are 16, 17, nice fish, just not quite big enough to tickle. Yeah, okay. And smallmouth? Uh, that action's been pretty decent, but honestly, it's kind of hit that summer doldrum period of time here where the even the smallmouth action isn't what, it typically would be. I mean, you know, you might typically have a 20, 30, 40 fish day even. Now it seems like you've got about a five or six fish day. Mm. Yeah, okay. Uh, and they run pretty pretty good size, don't they? Because most people they do. put them back. Yeah, well, up until this season, we've had an 18-inch minimum size limit on the bass on Lake Minnesota. This season, they actually changed that back to the regular state regulation of 14 inches and five fish. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to affect us in the long run, but that, that is a current change on the water. Here. Yeah, okay. Well, when I was a kid, we ate a lot of smallmouths because that's what my dad liked to catch, but um, sure. you, you don't see many people keeping them now, although they are a no. very good eating fish if you know how to prepare oh, them. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're real fish. I just think that we kind of have a, a, a cultural thing. I'm used to. Uh, what's that? I, uh, you're a little garbled there. I think it's the phone. Um, well, how about, uh, how about muskies? You mentioned, uh, uh, uh musky anglers are, are yeah. laying off because of the water yeah. temps. And, and I would say actually this summer as a whole has been a pretty un, I don't, I don't know, not very impressive as far as the quantity of fish that have been being caught. And I know some of the guys that fish some of the leagues the weeknight evening leagues and, and they've gone, you know, two, three weeks in a row sometimes without having a fish registered. So mm-hmm. that's uh that, that's a struggling bite there. Yeah. Okay. Uh down at Kiganza, your latest report from last Friday or not the latest, but you know, last Friday said uh panfish and pike. Yeah, they've been getting quite a few pike. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Ron Bearfield actually this week and they caught quite a few pike down there in the last week or so. Uh, Barber's Bay area has been pretty good. This time of the year, typically, if you know where any of the springs are, you can do pretty good with pike or muskies around the springs on either Kiganda or Wabi. So mm-hmm. he said they were also the ones he was catching were kind of more on the outside feed line. They were throwing some crank baits, not necessarily looking for pike, but they caught quite a few. Yeah. Okay. Are there muskies on, uh, in Kiganza as well? Very few. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's part of the chain, so they could go there yeah. if they wanted to. Yeah. 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 I wonder why sure. they don't. Um, I'm not sure, really. Um, most of the time, I think those fish tend to swim upstream versus downstream. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's true. Yep. Well, and you also mentioned Green Lake, Big Green. Oh, uh, yeah. Somebody had talked to your going. I, I don't know what it was. I had some business with a shop up in that area, and they said that uh, that was what was going on up there. The walleye action's been pretty good, and quite a bit of smallmouth, and uh, the lake trout. I guess the lake trout have been cooperating. I don't know. Any more about it other than, than that's what I was told and I passed it on. Yeah, got it. Uh, we have fished that in the winter through the ice, of course, with Mike Norton. That was many years ago. And in the summer, I don't know if he still does it, but he would uh, take folks out on his pontoon and troll for lake trout. Sure. De- yeah, and I think he does. Yeah. He lake, does or somebody does. Yeah. Lake trout and whitefish or, or ciscos, I guess they're uh, big ciscos yeah. there. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any reports from Lake Wisconsin or the river up there? The Wisconsin, Lake Wisconsin has been pretty quiet from what I can tell. I do talk to some guys down on Oshkenon, Rock River down there. And uh, it hasn't been on fire by any means, but they've been getting quite a few walleyes down that line. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a shallow lake, so. Yeah. Pardon? That's a shallow lake without a lot yeah. of, uh, structure, so I guess, uh, yeah. uh, they roam they around. Yeah, you yeah, gotta they troll. Do a lot of trolling. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's been my experience. Yeah. Uh, Alright, uh, well, how's your bait, uh, situation holding up? Uh, pretty good. I think we're at the end of the leaf season here. The, the delivery I got last Friday was mostly smaller fish, and the driver told me it might be the end of the, the end of the leech. Uh, season for the season this year so far, but we'll see. Uh-huh. Otherwise, but, things are pretty good. But you got crawlers and whatever else people oh, yeah. would need. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, store hours, if people want to stop in? Uh, weekdays, 5.30 to 7, Saturday, 5 to 7, and Sunday, 5 to 5. All right. Well, Gene, thanks so much for talking with us again and sharing uh, your insights on what's going on in the Madison area. Gene Dellinger with DNS Bait and Tackle, located on Northport Drive and on the web at dsbait.com. You can catch his weekly fishing report on his Facebook page at DNS Bait and Tackle. This was the Madison Outdoors Report, brought to you by Pappas Trading Post, Southern Wisconsin's leading Matthews and Mission archery retailer. They are located on Highway 14, just west of Arena, and on the web at pappastradingpost.com. And DNS Bait and Tackle, of course, is on Northport Drive, and uh, that's on the north uh, east shore of Lake Mendota, if I've got my map correct. So check them out. I'm Dan Small, more Outdoors Radio, right after this. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the disruption camo pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Joining me now from Wisconsin Rapids is my partner Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, you were kind of busy last weekend. Yeah, a little busy. I had the uh, Bass Pro Shops Cabela's National Team Championship in Asable and Oscoda, Michigan. Uh, I say it that way because there's, those are like twin townships. I mean, there's like the dividing line is like the middle of a block, a city block. There's a little huh. sign that says you're entering Asable or you're entering, entering Oscoda. Uh, depending on which way on on uh, State Road 23 in Michigan you're driving, so uh, yeah, uh, I've got this uh, got this uh, very cool event. 219 boats. It's just an uh, just an awesome opportunity to be there with these anglers, um, and they were all vying for a chance of 242 thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. And how did it go? Well, 
Two days of fishing went well. The third and final day, we do the cut to 25, and we could not get out. Uh, the Great Lakes, of course, dictates everything. It dictates oh, yeah. when you can get out and when you can't. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, Lake Huron, much like Lake Erie, uh, when the weather fires up, it's instant. And mm-hmm. um, we had storms come in overnight that uh, really, really fired up in the morning. And we had 10-foot swells. Oh, boy. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty incredible to see the might of, of that lake. And so, of course, we weren't sending the anglers out. So after two days of fishing, their final standings after two days is where they uh, where they finished. Mm. Okay. Who won? So we've got uh, Matthew Dubes and Jason Trapp from Auburn and Pinconning, Michigan. So uh, Lake Huron technically is their home body of water. Um, there is a bunch of little smaller lakes in those areas of uh of uh, north uh, northeast Michigan, but uh, Huron is really where they've cut their teeth. They're part of the Saginaw Bay Walleye Club, and uh, it was it was home water. They made a great effort. Uh, twenty one pounds one day, twenty two pounds the next day. They had an eight pound fish that helped them out on day two to oh, yeah. uh, to snag the lead, and uh, they won with forty four pounds and four ounces. Yeah, and by how much did they win roughly? Uh, just over a pound, one Ooh, pound, okay. one ounce. Okay, well, good. And they took home a bundle of cash and hundred and one thousand two hundred ninety-five dollars. Not bad. That's Not uh, bad. that's including a brand new boat, <clears throat> uh, Mercury motor, and a um, twenty-five thousand dollar check. Wow. Now, what do these guys who win boats typically do with them? I mean, they're already outfitted with uh, top-of-the-line boats and motors, mm-hmm. typically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's about or? 50-50 that they sell their certificate. Uh, they all receive a certificate. That way they can custom order sure. upgrades sure. and things like that. And uh, about 50-50, you know, you sell a certificate for a great deal, and you won't you won't get your full retail price of your boat that way, but uh, you certainly come away with plenty of cash. Um, or you, you get the boat. If you're in need of a boat, you get the boat. I think for Matthew, who is the boat owner, um, I think he's going to keep the boat and um, uh, because he's got a 2016, so he missed out on some money. Uh, the Ranger Cup program is for 2018 and newer. He could have won $7,000 more, huh. um, but uh, because his is 16, he wasn't able to partake in that. So he, I believe, is planning on taking the brand-new boat and, uh, outfitting it with all the latest and greatest. All right. Well, good for him. And then, what, Sunday you had another one? Yeah. So, so Saturday we wrapped things up early. We did a early uh, kind of mid-morning award ceremony for the NTC, knowing that we weren't going out fishing that day. So we uh, headed about uh, about an hour north from uh, Oscoda to Hubbard Lake, which is uh, oh, the yeah. 13th largest body of water in the interior of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it is a very large deep lake. Its average depth is 87 feet. Wow. Uh, so most average. Of, wow. Yeah, most <laughs> of the lake is very deep. Mm. Um, it's got very sharp breaks to it, <clears throat> and uh, it's a smallmouth factory. Yeah. And uh, had a Michigan State High School uh, championship out there, and they had a great time. Anchor Bay Tars. That's the the team that uh, that won. They were from uh, around the uh, Detroit, Michigan area, one of the outskirts. Um, they, uh, Joey Elliott and Jake Nickert, won with 18 pounds and two ounces of uh, five smallmouth. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's fun. 
Very good. So that pretty much ate up your weekend, and uh, you're still <laughs> recovering, I guess. Driving back and forth, we dropped the trailer off at Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, after that event to uh, get ready in a few weeks for the next uh, Masters Walleye Circuit event up at the Sioux. Mm-hmm. And nothing this uh, weekend? Nope. I'm going to take a breath and finish my uh, roofing on my garage. <laughs> ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Good. And you didn't have a storm come through to blow the roof, uh, the tar off, the tar paper Not off yet. Like that. Everything that's come through has been relatively mild. Yeah. Well, the one that came through on Monday, I was listening, or Tuesday rather, I was listening to the Weather Channel and it tracked north of us. Um, yeah, but it uh, dumped a lot of water on downtown La Crosse and folks who were there said, you know, uh, a couple of the main drags, Losey and I think it was West or East Ave were underwater. Mm. And, you know, that's uh, not a happy situation for, for anybody. Sure. For sure, yeah. Well, I spent the weekend up in Eagle River at the Wisconsin Outdoor Communicators Association conference. So we had a good conference, um, learned a lot, talked to uh, some new members, and there was an interesting seminar. I won't go into any detail, but Carrie Zilka, whom we know well, and... Uh, a gal named Sky Good and a couple of uh, fellows who are writers and bloggers and uh, podcasters, they kind of laid it on us with the high-tech, uh, younger people, modern way of communicating. And uh, even though I've been, I, you know, our show's been podcast for since the beginning, 16 years, uh, I learned a lot at that thing, and I'm going to be trying to incorporate some of that into what I do. Yeah, great deal. Yeah, and then Sunday, Mark and I fished um, a small lake north of Eagle River. Uh, we stayed at Wild Eagle Lodge there just north of Eagle River and uh, uh, had a great dinner at the Blue Heron there uh, on, on Saturday night. And then Sunday, we fished this lake um, that has bass and panfish and muskies in the, the the storm that hit you guys came through Eagle River uh, Friday evening, Saturday morning. And so Sunday, we were in post-cold front conditions. Uh, the weather forecast called for light winds, but their idea of light and mine are not the same. So, um, you know, they said 3 to 5. Well, it was more like 10 to 15 on the 20 side of 15, you know. Mm-hmm. And the fish were suspended, so... Uh, we just didn't connect with uh, crappies or muskies, but we did uh, work the shallows for bass and hooked four, boated one 15-inch largemouth, which was uh, the only fish we actually boated. You know, I, I, I'm the few times I get my boat out, it seems I always run into sunny post-cold front conditions. It's crazy. Uh, but, you know, that's the way it goes. You just got to take it out again. Mm-hmm. We met a couple of folks from uh, McQuanago at the boat landing, uh, Ben and Betsy Sandy. They've got a place on this lake, and uh, they recognized me and said, oh, nice boat. And, of course, I said what I always do. Well, it's for sale. And they said, how'd that happen? And I explained, it's a camera boat, and, and uh, you know, they sell it every year at Cedar Lake Sales. So, folks, if you're interested, I'm just breaking it in right now. And we've got a fellow cutting up a big oak that fell down three years ago, um, finally getting it cut up so that we can turn it into firewood. And that's, uh, that's a project that uh, I have not looked forward to. But unfortunately, I got a guy who's pretty good with a chainsaw, Dean McAllister, a neighbor up the ridge, as they say. Anywho, well, coming up, Jim Bobby Ash reports on August classes and events at the Range of Richfield. My son John reports on his kayak camping trip, uh, kind of part two of the segment we started last week on Lake Superior, and we'll kick things off with Otto Reitz, 
who's going to invite listeners to attend the Warriors on the Water event August 14th on Lake Winnebago. You'll learn more about that coming up on Outdoors Radio. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the Disruption Camo Pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. As Remy Battery enters the 90th anniversary of our company, we want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the years. Thank you for your continued support to our local, family-owned company. We invite you to our newly remodeled Milwaukee retail store on the corner of 43rd Street and Lincoln Avenue. We have batteries from the largest military crafts to the smallest hearing aids, Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or the waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for tuning in to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. If you're ever in a car or motorcycle accident, call Hupe and Abraham, named Best Personal Injury Law Firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm Voted Best and Rated Best, Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit Hupe.com. And by the way, all 11 offices of Hupe and Abraham in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois are open for business. And joining me now is Otto Reitz. He's the president of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. Their website's an easy one, www.wwi.org. We'll repeat that again at the end of our interview here. Otto, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Dan. Well, you bet. Now tell us about Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. Um, we're an organization that works with Wisconsin veterans only. Uh, all um, Wisconsin veterans are eligible to go on our hunting and fishing trips. Uh, we do have some of our trips that are are donated and sponsored for specifically Purple Heart veterans. So sometimes uh, some of the events that we do um, are, are strictly for Purple Heart. But other than that, if you've served in the United States military, you are eligible to go on any of our hunting and fishing trips. Okay. Uh, are you relatively new as an organization? 
No, we've uh, I've been doing this for six years now. Okay. All right. And how are you different from other uh, veterans organizations or organizations that serve or help veterans? Um, one of the differences between us and, and some of the other programs out there is we are strictly volunteers. We do not get paid to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so the money that we raise goes right back into the funds for taking all Wisconsin veterans. Okay. Uh, now, you've got a big event coming up August 14th on Lake Winnebago. Tell us about that. It's, it's called Warriors on the Water. This is our fourth annual event. This year, we'll have our um, highest number of veterans that have signed up. We'll be close to 80 veterans that will be going out on a half-a-day fishing trip on uh, Lake Winnebago. The veterans, they all come back in between 1130, 12 o'clock. We will recognize all of our veterans on stage. They all get a fishing rod and a bag of bag of lures, bag of goodies, things that we've uh, been able to you know, put together for them. Okay. And then the rest of the day, we will have raffles, silent auctions. Uh, Didi's Barbecue will be there serving food that's free for the veterans. Uh, it's just a, it's a, an entire day of just just giving back to the veterans, and showing them our appreciation. Okay. Now, the public, um, although they can't go fishing with the group, uh, they're uh, welcome to attend, right? Oh, most definitely. At 11.30, it will open up to the public. They can come in and spend an entire afternoon talking to veterans, hearing different stories from different eras. Uh, they can join in on our fundraiser that we've got going on, the silent auctions, the raffles, and that's one of the ways we uh, raise money to uh, put on these events that we have. So, it's, yes, it's open to the public. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there any charge for uh, uh, public uh, to to come and participate? No, it's absolutely free. Uh, the only cost to them would be if they would want to purchase food, raffle tickets, uh, beer, soda, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, you've done this. Uh, this is your fourth annual. Uh, how have these events gone in the past? Excellent. Everybody has had an excellent time. Uh, when the day is over with, uh, the volunteer boat captains are, vast majority of them are just average guys that enjoy fishing that want to take a bet out for the day. Uh, they all, pretty much all of them want to sign up right at the end of the day for the following year. Uh, a lot of the guys will, uh, ask if they can still have the same veteran the next year and vice versa. The vets will, when they sign up, they'll say, well, can we have so and so? Uh, as a boat captain, again, we had a blast. So there's a lot of friendship that's created uh, just in a short period of time. Uh-huh. Okay. And do you get to get out, too, or are you too busy oh, organizing no. <laughs> things? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, this, uh, this event, I don't get out. Uh, it's a lot of work to set this up. We've got a lot of volunteers that help. Uh, we get there at probably 4 o'clock in the morning to get set up, get ready for the arrival of the boat captains at 5.30, the veterans start coming in. So we register everybody, sign them for a boat, and we have the national anthem, and then we try to get them out on the water by 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what are some of the highlights uh, that you've witnessed? Just the, the, the camaraderie, the, the friendship. Uh, when I'm standing on uh, the boat slips when they, when they come back in, uh, there is everybody in the boat is the smiles, you know, they're laughing. Uh, it's a great feeling to see that, that all the people that come in off the water are just, they've had a great time. Uh, the smiles never end. Yeah. And, and that's what it's all about. 
Okay. Now, if um, I imagine you have enough um, boat captains for this year, right? No, actually, we could use about four to six more boats. We've oh, had okay. um, quite a few more people sign up this year, uh, probably 20 more than the previous year. Uh, so this is a, an all-time high for number of veterans that have signed up. So we are definitely in need of boat captains. Uh, just volunteers, if you enjoy fishing, if you want to take a veteran out, and just tell them thanks and have a good time with them, uh, give us a call or go to our website. And we have a boat captain form they can fill out, and it hits cement and it comes right to me. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, now, this is August 14th, Saturday, and it's held at Skipper Buds in Oshkosh. And where is that for folks who don't know? And Skipper Buds is when you on Highway 41 and 21. As you're getting off the highway, it's right there. You can't miss it. Mm-hmm. The harbor. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we hope you have a great day, and we hope that by uh, putting this on the air here uh, before your event, maybe we can... Uh, you know, uh, rally a few more uh, fishermen who want to help you, guides or or captain. Now they don't have to have a captain's license or a guide's license, do they? No, they, no, they don't. They're just volunteers. Mm-hmm. That's all they are. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see if we can't help you fill that roster so everybody can get out. That would be great. We'd appreciate that. You bet. Well, Otto, thanks a lot, and uh, I hope you have a great event. Thank you. You get time to stop up. All right. Yeah. Otto Reitz, president of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. Folks, if you want to attend, it's uh, Saturday, August 14th at Skipper Buds on Lake Winnebago. And if you would like to volunteer to help them out, either with a boat or doing other things, check out their website to learn more. It's www.wi.org. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Located on Helson Drive at the split of highways 41 and 45, the Range of Richfield is your ultimate shooting experience. Check out their website at therangewi.com. And joining us once again for a look at what's coming up at the range in the month of August is Range of Richfield President Jim Bobbias. Jim, welcome back. Hi, Dan. I hope you're enjoying this beautiful summer weather we're getting right now. Yeah, I am for the most part. Some of it's a little hotter than I would like. But you no. know, it's better. It's not the heat; it's the humidity. It's better than forty below. I'll tell you that. I know. And yeah. in six months, that's what we'll be looking at. Uh, so. Yeah. Oh, hey, thanks a lot <laughs> for yeah, the reminder. We, <laughs> yeah, we should enjoy this while we have it. Yeah. So, uh, how was July for you, folks? You know, actually, July was amazingly busy. Uh, we have a lot of folks coming in to take advantage of our ten dollars Wednesdays. Uh-huh. Um, in ten dollars Wednesdays, it was one of our summer specials. What we do is we, we offer all the lanes, both standard and premium, for only $10. So uh, it's a real good deal, and a lot of folks take care of it. And, again, we just love to see them uh, coming in. Good. Right now we're, compete, we're competing with a lot of, uh, you know, the fairs are back and the EAA is going on and, and everything else. So 
a lot more competition this year, this year than it was last year, but uh, we're holding our own and we're having a good time. Well, good, good. So, and, and one thing I want to say is that um, uh, uh, we, we, we have been blessed with an abundance of gun deliveries. Dan, mm. I mean, we've got Walters, we've got Glocks, we've got Smith & Wesson, we've got Hellcats, we've got the Saint from uh, Springfield. Uh, they, they're coming in, and it's like the dam opened up all of a sudden. Uh, our, our gun shelves have not looked this full uh, for at least 18 months. Wow. So we got a great selection right now. And, uh, you know, so if you're looking uh, to, to, to do something, you know, the guy in the White House, he keeps talking about uh, trying to step on our Second Amendment rights. Uh, and, and who knows how far that's going to go. But uh, now's a good time to come in and take a look at what we have. Uh, and if there's something that you need, we can we can take care of it. Uh, unfortunately, I'm seeing a little softening with ammo, but we still don't have the inventory to sell out the door. That still is in um, short supply. Uh-huh. But, you know, but again, it's it's slowly. I feel it's slowly getting better. So I, I'm seeing some some a light at the end of the tunnel. I hope it's not a train. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm with you on that. Well, August is National Shooting Sports Month. So what have you got going on for August? Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, National Shooting Sports Month celebrates the passion we all have for target shooting and a pastime that provides a lifetime of enjoyment that can be shared with family and friends. And at the same time, it reminds the public that shooting is a safe, fun activity enjoyed by millions of Americans and provides an excellent opportunity for increased shooting sports participation through fun events and activities held at ranges and retail stores across the country. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, a lot of folks are, are catching on to this. I think this is our fourth or fifth year we've done it. And, and to, uh, to do our part to help celebrate and promote this exciting month, we have scheduled a series of events that fit right into the essence of what this month is all about. And I'd like to tell you about some sure, of this stuff. Sure, sure. All right, well, August 1st to the 15th, uh, bring in a friend, and the two of you shoot for only $20. Now, that's a savings of $10. So, again, it's another good deal to get some, some folks in here shooting. Now, Saturday, August 21st, is our Customer Appreciation Day. We're going to be offering free hot dogs and chips. Uh, we'll have soda and water available for only a dollar each. We're also going to be offering 10% off me- uh, memberships and renewals. And then our Try Before You Buy special. Uh, rent a gun for only $10, and you get five rounds and 15 minutes of range time, years, and one target. Uh, so you have to bring your own eye protection. Uh-huh. You can rent a second gun. For an initial $2, an additional five rounds for $3, and this is a two-gun limit. You know, Dan, in the past, we used to do the uh, uh, demo days yeah, uh, where I'd bring in Glock or, say, Grace Smith or whoever it might be, and, and uh, we would do something like this. But, again, with the ammo shortage and, quite honestly, with the uh, the lack of ability of availability of guns, a lot of the, the manufacturers are, are not, aren't even doing this right now. So here, here's a good way. We got like 60 guns in our rental. Somebody's looking to try something, be a good time to come in and do that. Plus, and I'll be cooking the hot dogs. So you can't go wrong. <laughs> good, good. What else? And then on, so on, on Saturday, August 28th, we have something new for the range. It's our, our steel challenge. Uh, shoot at steel targets and hear the ping. Mm. You know that everybody loves to hear that, and unfortunately, we don't have that here. We haven't not had that here at the range, so we've decided to, to bring it in and, and get it going. So, for only fifteen dollars, you get fifteen minutes of range time, ears, and one steel target to shoot at. This also includes a twenty-two caliber handgun or a twenty-two caliber rifle with ten rounds of ammo. 
Now, you can bring your own gun uh, in, a 9mm only, please. So you bring your own uh, firearm and ammo, and you can shoot for 10 minutes, uh, steel targets for 10 minutes for just $10. Now, this is the first time uh, we we are offering something like this here at the range. Now, depending how this goes, I'm hoping that we'll be able to offer more opportunities to ping in the future. Well, cool. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty excited about it. We got I think we got four or five of the steel targets in the other uh, other other a few weeks ago, so we're anxious to get out and try them. All right. How about classes? So, well, we we have our Wisconsin Steel Carry class on Thursday, August fifteenth. From six till ten, it's only seventy five dollars. Is that August fifteenth or the fifth? Fifth. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's August fifth. Thank you, Dan. Uh, from six six o'clock until ten, it's only seventy five dollars, and it includes a voucher for thirty minutes of uh, free range time. And then our very popular next shot class, next shots class is Wednesday, August sixteenth, from six thirty till eight. And then we have another first for here at the range. Um, the NRA Eddie Eagle gun safety class for pre-K to fourth grade. So we heard a lot of things from people, a lot of comments from people that they want, and how do we, how do we teach our kids about guns? So we did some research and, and, and the NRA actually has this class available. So we sent a survey out to all of our, our members and guests and found out that a large majority, uh, with, uh, uh families with children, uh, welcome this class. So now this doesn't teach uh, uh, parents about guns, but it does teach them about gun safety and how to relay that information to their kids correctly. Uh-huh. So this is with, uh, uh, you, you, you bring your, your child and then a, a parent or guardian must accompany the child. Uh, the cost is $20 for the first child and then $5 for any additional children from that same family. Parents and guardians uh, are free. And the class is limited to 15 kids. So I'm, we're really anxious to see how this works out. Uh, I know a lot of parents are, are are concerned on how do I approach the whole gun subject with kids, and, and basically what what this does is it just it, it teaches them you know to stop, don't touch, you know run away, tell a grown up, uh, and, and they try to do it in in terms that they would kind of like remember, like the stop, uh, drop and roll for fire. Mm-hmm. So they're they're it. It, it's a pretty nice program, and again, it is, it is presented by the NRA, so we're delighted to be offering that one coming up. Wonderful. And if it does work, we'll probably uh, do another one in the future. Great, great. Yeah, I, I think it's critically important to let uh, parents, especially parents uh, who aren't familiar with guns, who have kids sure. who might encounter a gun not in their own home but in a, you know, a friend's home, that that's that's the key because a lot of people say, well, I don't have any guns at my house, or I know I keep my guns locked up. Yeah, and it's like I'm not worried about you. I'm talking about when Johnny goes next door. Yeah, and and there's the problem. And they go, oh, you know, I never thought about that. Absolutely. So, um, hopefully, this makes an impact. Yeah. Well, good. Got any safes left? Yeah, we do. Actually, I've got a truckload, uh, probably close to sixty of them coming in sometime in the next two weeks. So some of them are pre-sold, but I still have a bunch there left over. Um, now is a great time to, you know, take a look at the uh, the safes we have, and again, um, think about maybe possibly putting one in your house. Oh. Um, never hurts. All right. So, so you know, please check out our website. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, therangewi.com for dates and times and opportunities to sign up and pay for any of these classes or any of these activities that we've got coming up. All right. 
And uh, as always, you're willing to talk about guns and shooting, even if someone is not in the market for a new gun. Absolutely. You know, uh, I look at it this way. We're in the education business. You know, we want to teach people about guns, talk about gun safety, and we talk about safes and everything else. So, you know, if you have questions, come on in. Uh, we got some very talented folks here at the range that can help you out. So uh, be happy to show you any new products and what you can expect as the year unfolds. All right. Well, Jim, thanks so much, and we'll talk to you again in another month. Sounds great, Dan. Thank you. You bet. Jim Bobbyash is the president of the Ranger Richfield. You can visit them in person on Helson Drive at the split of Highways 41 and 45. It's just north of the Richfield Cabela's store. Or you can check them out online at therangewi.com. I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the disruption camo pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN. RGS. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small, and joining us once again from Bayfield County for another Northwoods kayaking report is my son Jonathan. John, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me. You bet. Now, you recently spent several days uh, kayaking and camping on Lake Superior. And when we last spoke with you, in fact, on last week's show, you were camping on Stockton Island. So first of all, to help people understand where that is, can you put that on a map for us? Um, Sure. It's, uh, well, if you look at the Apostle Islands and, you know, the peninsula, Bayfield Peninsula, um, it is north and east. Um, I think it's about four miles from the mainland. 
Okay. And directly north of Madeline. Okay. So it's kind of like the second tier of the Apostles. Okay. And for people who don't know the Apostle Islands, uh, you mentioned the Bayfield Peninsula, which juts out into Lake Superior. Uh, if you just follow that peninsula out into the lake, you start running into the islands. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you had great plans for that trip. Um, what were you going to do? Well, our plans were to leave for Madeline and spend one night on Stockton and two nights on Outer Island, um, one of those nights camping in the primitive zone camping, but not a actual campsite with a bear box and picnic table and fire ring. And then the final night on uh, Outer Island with a uh, with an actual campsite and probably go around Outer if we could. Uh-huh. Okay. But you changed your plans. We did. So we left from Madeline as planned. We uh, threw a friend, uh, a local kayak guide whose family owned some property on the northeast tip of Madeline Island. We were able to launch from there, which saved us many miles yeah. of paddling. And um, we took the opportunity to check Michigan Island off our list, uh, which was about, I think it's a mile and a half, two miles from there. Um Walked the island, uh, saw there's a couple lighthouses on there, an old one and a new one. I guess the oldest and newest lighthouses in the Apostles are on Madeline Island. Uh, on, on, the, on Michigan. I'm sorry, Michigan. Island, yeah. yeah. Yep. Met with the two caretakers who are volunteers who basically give tours and got a brief tour of the uh, lighthouse area. We are not allowed to go into the lighthouses uh, due to COVID. And, um, from there, paddled on another mile or so to Stockton, uh, where we set up camp in uh, campsite number 19. It's a nice sandy bay mm-hmm. um, just west of Anderson Point, which is this real distinct uh, peninsula off that island. Yep. And our plan for the next day was to continue on to outer, but uh, the wind picked up, and it was significant. And we could see from our vantage point, where we were basically looking out into the big lake, um, that there were big rolling waves. We could see a fishing boat kind of bobbing up and down. Um, it just didn't look like anything we wanted to get into. So we held off for another day and did some hiking on the island. Uh, you know, it was windy, but it wasn't raining. So we kind of checked things out. Um, there's some nice hiking trails. There's a quarry there, um, a nice... Bog, I guess you would call it, somewhere where you'd expect to see a moose, you know, like a little flat, yeah. kind of watery area. Yeah. And uh, and there's even a beach with stinging sand, which is really, I guess, unique to this beach, or maybe a couple beaches. And there's some characteristic of the grains of sand that when you walk on it or rub your hand through it, it, it makes a, a whooshing noise. Yeah, I remember um, that, and I think you're right. It is unique, uh, either to Stockton or to Lake Superior. I've forgotten which. I mean, it was even just, just one end of the beach. Like We saw both ends of the beach where it occurred, and it did happen on the other side. So wow. It was really just an isolated little area. It was kind of neat. Yeah. And so uh, so the next day, you know, we just kept we stayed on Stockton, and, and we made a go for it, and we packed up our, for hour, uh, we packed up our entire camp, and everything, um, didn't leave anything behind, and paddled for our island. And we battled some wind and waves, but nothing 
super bad. Uh, we made it. We, you know, set foot on the sand spit on the southern end of our island. And basically, uh, our, our trip leader, um, said, you know, we're not staying here. The, the forecast isn't good. Um, and I'm not comfortable with the waves and we're out here in the lake. So we turned around and returned to Stockton and to the same campsite. Mm. Um, spend another night there. So it was a 18 mile day. Um, going out there and back, yeah. but we made it back comfortably, and yeah, just having had a good time. Had some friends from Bayfield come out on a powerboat and meet with us that final night, and you know, hung out at the campfire and had a picnic. Cool, cool. But uh, you changed your plans because the weather changed, and it's never smart to take a an unnecessary risk, uh, especially when you're yeah, kayaking. I mean, yeah, we're playing it safe. You know, mm. you can't really go wrong if you play it safe. Um, it, 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 you, you have to paddle at the level of, of, you know, at the comfort level of the weakest paddler in the group. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we did. You know, some of us were ready to continue on and, and brave it and risk capsizing. If that meant, you know, doing a rescue in open water, we were okay with that. But uh, it never got to that point. And I think caution prevailed. Um you know, there was some concern about the wind coming out of the east, and if it got stronger the next day, we could get stuck on Outer Island. Um, it, it's challenging to paddle a kayak uh, with trailing winds because mm-hmm. uh, you're essentially surfing and you can't really see the waves coming, so it's very disconcerting. It kind of picks you up and pushes you around. Uh-huh. Okay, and then you paddle back to Madeline the next uh, morning. Paddled back to Madeline the next morning, met with the owner of the place uh, that we took off from, and then had a nice brunch at the Madeline Island Beach Club and caught the ferry. Cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and now you've got how many islands uh, checked off your list? Yeah, so we checked off uh, three more. Um, so depending on if you count Madeline or not, we uh, should have 14 done. Okay. 14 or 15. Yep. And uh, eight to go? Uh, yep, eight to go. And one of them, uh, which I hoped we could get on this trip, but it, we could not, uh, was Gull Island, which is off the north tip of Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's the smallest of all the islands with more patrol, and it's a bird refuge until September. Uh-huh. Uh, there's no going near it. You have to stay 500 feet away. Yeah. Um, and, and looking at it, that might be one of the harder ones for us to get, just because we have to wait. And... You know, the wind could pick up, or we may not get another opportunity to launch from Madeline where we did. Um, so that's, it is what it is. I mean, it, it's, we were not allowed to be there. So yeah. Go. Yeah. Well, pick a calm day in September or a calm two days, and maybe you can do it. Yeah. You mentioned Bear Box. What's that for people who don't know? Yeah. So Bear Box is a, it's a steel container with doors, uh, latching doors. Uh, they have basically clips on them and chains. And you store anything that bears might eat, any food that you have, uh, anything that smells sweet or could possibly attract uh, animals in that overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a safety thing. It's on every campsite in the Apostle, every like actual campsite. The primitive sites for the zone camping, as it's called, uh, do not have those. And you need to have a rope uh, with you know counterweight. And, you know, some plan for hiding your food or securing it, I believe, 12 feet from the ground. Yeah. That's what's recommended. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, we encountered from the ground and six feet from the tree. Yeah, yeah, we encountered a bear uh, on one of my boundary waters trips uh, with a class from Northland College many, many years ago, and uh, the bear dragged off uh, one food pack, <laughs> so our supplies uh-huh. were somewhat shortened, and uh, the bears uh, in you know national forest campsite areas are pretty smart. They've learned that campers. Uh, come with food and, um, you know, whether it's a, a drop marshmallow at the campfire or, uh, you know, a whole package of bacon or whatever, um, they're ready for it. Yeah, when, when, you, when we open those, uh, when you hear the door, the creek open, you know, of the, of the bear box, uh, we'd like to jump at the dinner bell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we, we had to be careful not to leave anything in our boats, too, because the kayak, you know, a fiberglass kayak, no match for a bear, and they'll tear right through it. Yeah, wow. Break your boat to get to something that's in it, even a candy bar or a snack bar, something like that. Yeah, yeah, smart. Well, another great trip, and uh, you've got more plans this summer. We do, yeah. I mean, we still have eight to hit, um, but I think we're getting more and more comfortable doing these multi-day trips. Uh, we always have much more food than we eat, and, you know, we've kind of mastered the the cooking and the cleaning side of things and taking care of our gear. So well, we're looking at doing uh, going out to Rocky Island and using that for maybe a two-day camp to try and hit Devil's North and South Twin and possibly Cat Island, um, you know, all in one shot if we can. Uh-huh. We don't have a date yet, but that's that's our next goal. All right. Well, we'll talk to you again for sure after that. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Now, before we let you go, you recently got a blanket from thatblanket.com. And folks who are not familiar with that website, check it out, thatblanket.com. Uh, what did you think of it? Well, it's comfortable. Um, I was a bit shocked. You, you had asked me for a photo. Yeah. You uh, like a multi that You didn't tell me why. Well, it's on the blanket. Bigger than life. Yeah. Uh, picture of me and my partner. Yeah. Smiling. Uh, big toothy grins. And yeah, it's, it's definitely a high definition picture on a blanket. <laughs> yeah, they, they do a good job with it. Um, you know, I haven't seen one in person, but I've seen them on the website and, uh, and they're pretty reasonably priced. They'd make great gifts and, uh, uh, surprise gifts like yours was. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was definitely a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're doing one, I would recommend maybe going for a landscape shot rather than a shot of your face, because sometimes when you're looking at it on the couch, it's a bit much, <laughs> you know, having a three-foot head smiling back there. Here. Yeah, yeah, all right. Well, uh, I'll keep that in mind for the future. All right, well, thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thank you. You bet. John Small with a Northwoods Kayaking Report. And a uh, report on his experience with That Blanket. Uh, You can check out their website and order your own at thatblanket.com. I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Rough Grouse Society toll-free 
at 888-JOIN-RGS. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Outdoors Radio is brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. And you can check out Cedar Lake Sales on their website or Facebook page for updates and details. And they have your new and used boats in stock right now. Visit them in person or online. You can visit us, uh, you can check out Remy Battery as well. They're family owned and operated since 1931, serving Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton at RemyBattery.com. And by Huntworth Gear, high tech camel wear at a price you can afford, HuntworthGear.com. And if you are a TV watcher and you missed an episode of Outdoor Wisconsin, you can catch any show from the past several seasons at MilwaukeePBS.org. And Deer Hunt Wisconsin 2020, our last year's deer hunting special, is still online on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin YouTube channel. Check out our website, uh, or the uh, website Lake Link, to check out our radio show uh, online all the time. You can download the episode you're listening to now and take it with you, listen to it again, or listen to past shows up to about a year ago. You can follow Dan on Dan Small Outdoors, or follow me at Hardwater Jeff on social media. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. You can hear more of his tunes at warrennelson.com, and you can buy his CD, Anglin' Wayne and the Trollers, with two songs, with a 12-pack of fishing songs, two of which we use as theme songs on our show. Well, Jeff, uh, you got no tournament this weekend. You're just uh, kicking back or got other plans? Yep, relaxing, putting roof on my garage. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. See, 45 minutes ago you mentioned putting a roof on, and I forgot already. So That's okay. Now, well, John and I plan to get together maybe mid-state, possibly up in the uh, New Auburn area. I'm waiting to hear from Dave Roll to see whether that's going to work out. Uh, this coming week, after this weekend, do a little fishing. His fiance is spending some time in England, so he's uh, free to travel, um, free go. to move about the country. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, so we're going to do a little bit of that. Well, I'm Dan Small. I'm here with Jeff Kelm, folks. Get outside this weekend and join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. You've been listening to Outdoors Radio, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Find more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Brought to you by Lake Link, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Let's get to the perfect speed. Oh, how I love leaving the shore. When the cool night swallows the moose's nose And the heron is fishing on one cold leg When the loon cries lover in the blue north wind I'll be trolling home 
my wrist gets a little chilly on the gunnel when my lazy Ike is just too lazy to lure when the worms go dry in the coffee can honey I'll be true 